Hi, welcome to Platinum Ranch, episode 7, live on Antennas Radio, or available in the iTunes store as a podcast. My name's Fez Geelan. This month, we're dealing with all kinds of platinum, platinum in various forms. Got tiny little chunks that you can just grab a handful of. I've boiled some down. It's bubbling in the cauldron right now. Some of it still has to be excavated. So, working on scraping some of that out of the big block. people for this episode about sounds sensations that make them feel good I got a haircut as well don't know if you can hear that but I still need to shave my face you may want to listen to this episode on headphones or maybe that's a bit too much for you just do whatever you need to do to feel relaxed from me in a little bit. For now, this is Paul with Module. Thank you. 
Hello, my name is Maria and I'm here to tell you about ASMR Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response It's a pleasant, tingling feeling that you experience when you hear unique, soft voices or hear certain soothing sounds such as tapping or both like sounds of me whispering and brushing your hair or giving you a scalp massage I can use this brush Trace along your face, one cheek, and the ear, over the other cheek, and the other ear. This tingly sensation is euphoric. It starts in the back of your head travels down through your spine, into your limbs, relaxing you, giving you a feeling of well-being. We believe that everyone has the ability to experience it. It's simply a matter of finding the trigger that speaks to you. Thankfully, in the SMR world, the choices are endless. That was famous YouTuber, Gentle Whispering, with a definition of ASMR. This is an excerpt of Music for Pieces of Wood by Steve Reich.
friend of mine is an ASMR enthusiast and an ASM artist, one who creates content intended to trigger low-grade euphoria. I'll let her introduce herself. Hello. My name is Cheryl. I've been listening to ASMR for three years. Uh, some of my favorite triggers are song, soft, layered, soft, soft, sounds, layered, layered. I also
Playing in the Water by Joanna Brooke. I called a friend of mine using my broken, snapping, crackling phone. So excuse or enjoy the static. I'm sure that I had, you know, ASMR experiences like prior to this, but so I do remember maybe in high school and middle school when YouTube was like becoming a thing, just really being intrigued. Like there's a whole, not, you know, the ASMR like actual community on YouTube, which now I'm really into and aware of, but there was a point where I was like really, really into watching just like normal uh, hair and makeup tutorials. And like hair and makeup is not something that I'm like generally very interested in. And I would never be watching these for the purpose of like learning how to do, you know, the perfect smoky eye or whatever. But I would like watch these videos for so long and just be like so relaxed by them and like be kind of like in the trance by them and just being, I remember having a point where being like, I can never tell anybody how long I spend watching these like fishtail braid videos like just on my own like watching people like play with their own hair or put on makeup just like really really relaxed me and like just watching them put me in this like total straight of state of like transfiction um and that was before that was before I knew what ASMR was and that I even knew like and they were not ASMR videos they were not put out for the intention of ASMR and now I'd say that I watch more I do still watch those types of videos but I would rarely watch them just like normal ones that weren't you know, intentional ASMR videos. At the time, were you, like, did you know what you were getting out of it, or were you, like, kind of confused or, like, freaked out? I wasn't freaked out. I was maybe just, like, I'm not going to question this. You know what I mean? And I definitely feel like, you know, I was always really, really into, like, even as a child, like, getting, you know, my back tickled was always really relaxing. That, like, that chill feeling of getting, you know, starting in the top of your head that kind of stuff I always really, really liked and like getting my hair played with, watching other people getting their hair played with, playing with other people's hair, that kind of like soft touching and like whispering. Yeah, no, I didn't, I wasn't like freaked out by it or anything. I just kind of didn't question it. I was like, that's fine. That's normal. When I was really getting into it, like in the beginning, the first channel that I really, really liked was called ASMR Massage. And I remember the first video that I would like watch all the time. And you get like, you lose sensitivity to certain videos. There's this video of her, it's called Hair Play Head Massage. I think it has like probably like 3 million views on YouTube. And I would watch that video like all the time. And I, if I watch it now, I probably wouldn't even be triggered by it because I've seen it so many times. But um, she, put out, she put out a video once I remember it was like, it was like a, a back massage that she did on somebody with honey. Like she poured honey all over somebody's back and just like stuck her hands all over his back. And like, it was really cool. And I remember like being so into it and just like getting so many tingles from it. And then just being like, what the fuck? Yeah, there's just some weird, there's some weird stuff. I mean, just watching somebody pour honey all over somebody's back and just like stick their hands up and down it. Um, was extremely relaxing and I mean in real world experiences you know still and always I really like have love you know I get the same ASMR tingles in real life that I would for YouTube videos when I do things like get you know my eyes examined or like doctor's appointments stuff like that just that like I guess that goes back yeah the personal attention thing is like really real and you know when people are like coming kind of up close to you and just you know is this okay asking little questions like that I don't know It's crazy. It's like there's so many different things. 
You know, I've been really into recently. I've been really into videos where where people are role playing doing Reiki. You know, Reiki is like hand movements, basically, kind of like a manipulation of energy using your hand. And in those in those situations, like it doesn't even it's not even about sound. Like people often won't be speaking in the videos, but they'll just be moving their hands. But it's something about like the hand movements. Just watching somebody move their hands in that way, like gives me tingles like I'll just watch it and be like oh yeah like and the tingles will just kind of like take over my head and my eyes will like droop sometimes people think like I've noticed a lot of ASM artists um so silly to like be using these words like out loud but a lot of people will make YouTube videos and kind of think that you know just whispering is enough like that they'll just be like hi how are you um like welcome to my video and if you don't, if you're not pairing that with like the right type of voice or like the right things that you're doing, like it doesn't work. You know, whispering can be just as abrasive, and people really like. It's kind of entered this like mainstream, like weird internet culture too. So people are like talking about it more. I noticed like on my sidebar on YouTube, things are coming up like celebrities were doing like Vogue or something was doing a series where like celebrities were making ASMR videos like Eva Longoria whispering into a microphone, doing like an interview, and then the title was like ASMR Eva Longoria. And I think I think that what's happening is like big companies and things like that are seeing how many views and hits these ASMR videos are getting. You know, they know that if they tag a video with ASMR, they'll get a whole new audience. And those videos suck. Like I watched them like out of curiosity and they're like, they're uh -huh. awful. They're exactly what I was describing earlier. Just like some random person being like, whoa, this is weird, like... <laughs> Are you getting tingles from this? Like whispering in this like, super awful abrasive <laughs> way that's like not not relaxing at all because it's not paired with smiling or like a really pleasant appearance. It has so much to do with just like you know pleasant atmosphere. You know sometimes if, if I don't, it's kind of awful. But if like if I don't like the way somebody like even looks, if I don't find like the appearance or like even the room that they're recording in, if that's not pleasing, I'm not going to be able to relax or like get ASMR out of it. It's kind of crazy. You can even see how many subscribers and how many views videos are getting if somebody is like, if the person making them is like a young, attractive girl. Um, and the comments are all, you know, it's kind of like half people being like, I love these videos, they're so relaxing. And the other half being like awful YouTube people being like, oh, I want to have, you know, expletive, expletive. Like, so those people but, probably yeah. aren't watching it for the ASMR. We can assume. Yeah, and people will play it up too. Like, you know, the videos are shot up close generally from like the chest up. So you'll see a lot of cleavage because people are making a lot of money on this too. You know, if you mm -hmm. get a, enough subscribers, YouTube's paying you. This is the classic thing with ASMR too and people are trying to explain it. Like it's not sexual. Like it's really, really not. It's hard not to describe without being like, it's kind of like an orgasmic or like tingly feeling in your head. But it's like, it's, it's just different. It's just, it's not, it's not sexual. Are there, are there people in your life who, whose voices trigger this for you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like frequently. And usually the people who do this have accents that will do it. You know, when I was in school, this happened all the time. I'm not anymore, but like, you know, if you get paired up with people, this is like a frequent occurrence. If you were like paired up with people, be like, okay, like talk with your person next to you. And like people would kind of be soft. That, that was a perfect example of people speaking softly because you're in like a classroom. And I remember like this happened all the time in college. Like someone would be talking to me and I would just kind of like totally zone out or like never want them to stop talking. Just like sit there and like 
whisper to me, you know, like, what did you get for a question, get question for, for, like, for, like, do you think that this is the right answer, the right answer, the right answer? Blue and 
it was time for me to get a haircut. So I went to see a friend. She cut it, washed it, and we had a great conversation. Okay, I'm gonna do a couple little things dry. Shampoo. Okay. So do you remember an early or first experience feeling the reaction to ASMR? Maybe before you even knew what it was? I definitely remember having a babysitter when I was like probably five who, I mean at the time again, having no way to like contextualize why I liked this person or like why I wanted to sit quietly and listen to them speak. But looking back on it now and like understanding the triggers and sensations of it, then I would definitely say she, her voice gave me ASMR for sure. And yeah, you like pretty profound ones throughout my childhood like that, usually by people. And I remember my like maybe 10 years ago ordering pizza and I had a bunch of friends over in my apartment and the man on the phone started repeating back all the toppings to me and it was like such an intense ASMR experience that I at the time had no idea what was going on and usually when that's happening in like a sort of unexpected public place it's like you just kind of want it to keep going on but you don't want to have to contribute anything because you kind of like lose it a bit if you're talking as well. Right. So I think I kind of like muttered something hoping he would say it all again. <laughs> and like got off the phone and like tried not to like talk to any of my friends or just sort of like ride out the, the good feeling. Right. And then after I got off the phone it was just like I and I just was so confused by how profound this man's voice like how it rendered me totally like blissed out and like so relaxed and like tingly and was thought like maybe I was like in love. <laughs> like this means something. This is so like, it's too, too insane of a sensation. And so when I went to pick up the pizza, I was like trying to like ask who this person I spoke to was. It was like just too intense for me to like disregard. So. Did you get to see him? Well, no, it was like this pizza chain called Panago. West Coast, and she was like, oh, it's a dispatch center, like he's in Alberta or whatever. Oh my god. So I never got to meet him. You didn't and call again? No, but I was just like, man, like how do I, how do I feel like that again? I guess I didn't really know what it was until a friend was talking about some radio lab in American Life where they were talking about it, and everyone was kind of laughing about it, and then the more she described it, I realized, I was like, oh my god, I fully experienced this 100% and then, you know, secretly had to like look at all the YouTube videos and was fully right. like, oh yeah, this is my zone. But it's really crazy because once sort of learning that I could sort of control triggering it, I, you really can overdo it and then you like don't feel it at all. So at first I obviously went a little hard with Water Whispers is the first. Water Whispers. Water Whispers Ilsa. I think she's like maybe Dutch. And I was really into this video she did of her rooting through like a little box of her grandmother's jewelry. And that's really good. So it's not just voices for you, it's also. There's a, like yeah, that. there's a visual component. 
I can like, I'm down with just the voices too, but I like watching like pretty slow hand movements. Mm -hmm. um, I'm pretty into the like rummaging through a box of makeup one. It's just so, so bizarre to me that these can be like, these triggers can be consistent like through like multiple people also want to hear mm -hmm. the sound of someone rummaging through makeup. But I under, it's funny too, because I think with, in talking to people and then trying to relate to ASMR or understand or like know if they experience it, like most people have a strong reaction to someone like whispering in their ear. Right. Like whether it's ASMR or not, like I think it's a pretty distinct sort of set of criteria that people seem to like experience. Mm -hmm. But I like I have a friend who's kind of like, I think I have ASMR, but like bad ASMR. Like I hate like if someone comes near me, it's like so it's such an adverse reaction. But I don't I don't know that that it's bad ASMR so much as just like a normal response to someone like speaking too closely and whispering in your ear. Like I get why that I also understand how that's not a good feeling. Like I can't stand the sound of someone chewing with their mouth open, yet I'll watch like eating ASMR videos. Really? Like, yeah. Like can you describe that, the feeling? Well, it's interesting, like, again, get, going back to, to, like, how people, how I understand resisting the desire to kind of sexualize it, it, there is almost, like, a tiny, tiny iota of, like, an orgasm in there, but in, like, such a, it's just, like, in a different, it's, like, it's some different space reserved right. for it. But I would definitely say typically sort of low base of the neck, tingly sensation, uh, really, yeah, it usually kind of travels through your body a bit. Mm -hmm. Like down the spine. Yeah, exactly. And like, definitely now that I, it's definitely changed since I've learned what it is and been able to like, watch videos when I want to. So it's become more of like a relaxation tool, but my like unexpected real life uh, ASMR experiences are always like better and like stronger. Like mm. like getting, I don't know, picking up a prescription and they're like reading your address back to you and you're like, uh, I don't know, and then they'll say it again. <laughs> Depending on if they have like a particularly like they're speaking slowly or right. quietly. But does it help that they're sort of, you know, reading your address and writing your prescription and like know. is there a personal attention? I think it, it's it's the it's not so much the personal attention like my the personal attention can almost just be so much as they're speaking to me. Like mm. I don't think it's necessarily I don't necessarily relate as much to like someone is like taking care of me right. necessarily so much as like it's just like this really specific conversation we're having and you're speaking to me. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I guess like customer service is a big one too. So maybe I like all, yeah, I had a guy recently call me and I was walking home and he just wanted to like ask me so many like really, really arbitrary questions about my cell phone and like cell phone plan and that kind of thing. But I was like, walking home and his voice was like really just kind of soothing and I ended up like in indulging like a half hour long <laughs> conversation sitting outside my apartment just barely contributing 
I would like maybe mutter a yes or no occasionally. <laughs> it's just kind of like, ah, oh, this is pretty relaxing. So when you contribute, it sort of takes you out of it? A little bit, yeah. Mm. And then afterwards, I think I usually just want to kind of like chill out. Right. I hope that doesn't sound like I'm like jerking off to somebody with a it It's just so insanely <laughs> subtle that I like couldn't possibly feel like it was crossing a line. It is, I wouldn't have otherwise like talk to that person for that long. Right. And so after after that conversation's over, there's sort of a really Yeah, you're just time. yeah, a bit chilled out the set. Kind of like post massage or something. Right. But there is a sort of some sort of affection you feel toward this the person. Well not that's the other crazy thing. The people who I watch, like if I separate the two, like I'm like I don't I hate these people. Like they're talking about the most mundane. Like, like if they were people I was having to just like befriend, mm -hmm. I I wouldn't be able to tolerate them. Like so many people I watch are just like, or at least this is what they present in their like on their internet persona, and maybe it's part of the trigger. I don't know, but it's a lot of just like young normie women talking about like their like shopping haul or like perpetuating like terrible weird stereotypes of women and like mm -hmm. dainty like i don't know lots of the, the, the actual content of the video and like what's being talked about is like oh my god it's so often like atrocious but it just doesn't but you can you can enjoy it i can totally it has nothing to do with like yeah it's like one of the only times in my life where i'm just like have like no there's no room for criticism of like right. the content i'm just like like into it for the the sensory experience, like, and like that guy actually, the who was the cell phone like survey guy, mm -hmm. he obviously had been told to like use like specific language to like respond to me and like wasn't allowed to go outside of those parameters, and it was like so painfully evident. And I was like, also there was a tiny bit of me that was like annoyed at how he was like clearly just like <laughs> such a crazy robot. How often do you seek these videos out? Well, because you kind of, like I said, like you kind of overdo it. Right. Probably like a few times a week, I'll like I use it to help me fall asleep. I'm a bad, really bad sleeper. Hmm. But uh, sometimes I'll go three weeks without watching anything, mm -hmm. and then kind of forget about it, and then remember and be really excited because I'll be like, oh, I like built up on my reserve.
Crowd by Three-Legged Race. After my haircut, I went to see some friends of mine, musicians, and what do you think we talked about? Well, definitely, uh, I didn't know what it was for like a super long time and assumed it was like a really, really, like not a thing that was classified. I don't exactly know what I would have thought it was before, but just like being in a classroom setting was my, would be my earliest memory. Like a teacher talking, like a soothing like deeper voice maybe and that would be that's usually what would trigger for me especially like a monotone speaking voice taking us through a lesson plan or something like that and I would feel like they were like yeah that's I remember a specific time with the teacher too it was yeah yeah, uh, he was reading aloud a short story about like a man getting a shave that's so awesome. it's kind of like a combination, I guess. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, sweet. Pretty, yeah. And earlier on, it would be uh, like friends playing with toys or something sure. and like making toy noises, you know, right. like if it's a toy car or something like vroom, 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 uh-huh. you know, pushing it along the, that's pretty good. the carpet. So what are, the, what, are the, what are you guys' triggers? Do you know? One recent thing was I was in a waiting room and uh, someone sitting near me was just sh- shuffling cards. I really did it. Yeah, for me, I feel like it's like almost always voices, like almost every time. Like actually, when I was thinking just right now, because you were doing it, I was like, you know, if as your voice could be one of the voices. Phone calls with my bank. Sometimes I'd like keep them on the phone. Like anything else, like. You know what? I haven't really thought about my investment options, <laughs> and like I, I mean, I'm not really thinking about my investment options. So like, I would just get them to go through. Can you describe the feeling? Um, pretty extreme level of relaxation, and just calm, and then yeah, physical like actually like tingling in the back of your neck, just buying kind of thing. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I always used to kind of characterize it as if it were like part of your brain is going to sleep but not in an unpleasant way like a like how your extremities can go to sleep and it's like real like tingly but not like in a way that you're like Ugh! like shaking them out or something right. but it's like a nice yeah like really like a, a sort of like a softer version of that or something yeah that's a good description yeah, yeah. there's one time when i was getting on like my eyes tested and i had a very very extreme asthma reaction and it was almost like it was like too much almost Whoa. and like that was before I knew what it was too right. um, but I was just kind of like this is like this feeling I've had before but it's too much like it feels kind of too intense wow. um, yeah that hasn't happened since but Thank you. 
That was Daru with Pathologically Bored. My final conversation was with a friend who works at a library. We went to her place of work and we had to be really quiet. Okay. Okay. We have to make more of an effort to sort of... Okay. Stay here, stay close. Yeah. It sounds great though. Good.
that's all for this month's Platinum Ranch. Thank you so much for listening. I'll leave you with a piece by the caretaker called I Feel As If I Might Be Vanishing. See you next month. Thank you.